When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Pittsburgh Steelers have one small issue when it comes to pick 17. And talking to people around the league, it is becoming clear that maybe they aren't in that prime of a position in the first round. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And today, we're talking about the first pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers. According to voices around the league, the Pittsburgh Steelers might not be in the prime position that they'd like to be in the first round. Right now, you could assume that the Pittsburgh Steelers are very interested in two positions, cornerback and offensive tackle. That's where they have put most of their effort. Yeah, they've sent out or or invited a lot of interior offensive linemen to pre-draft workouts. None of them really first-round picks. None of them, specifically the 17th pick in the draft, or seem to fall somewhere around there. So they've done their homework on the position, but it could be more of a pick 32, pick 49 type of situation. As for 17, it seems that they are very sold on offensive tackles and they are very sold at cornerbacks. The problem is that they might not get anybody that they're looking for. The Steelers are doing homework on guys like Emmanuel Forbes, Tyreek Stevenson, Deontay Banks as possible maybes possible second waves here, Dewan Jones, Darnell Wright, guys who could be there at 17, but might not fit that value. And I I don't want to toss Banks out there. I don't want to talk Forbes out there and say that these guys aren't first-round picks. But at 17, I think the Steelers, when all this started, were looking at it and saying, we have a very good opportunity to get a guy like Joey Porter Jr. or Devin Witherspoon or maybe Christian Gonzalez, or one of the top offensive tackles in the draft, and right now they're kind of looking at it like, we need backup plans. And they need backup plans because unlike years past, the league isn't distracted by other positions. The Steelers are a team that need a corner, they need an offensive tackle. The rest of the league, well, they kind of follow suit. You look at last year, and I think this is the perfect example. Kenny Pickett falling to 20 the year before that. Najee Harris being a late first round pick. These picks happen because the Pittsburgh Steelers have their sights set on one position and the rest of the league see an abundance of talent in the draft class. Last year was wide receiver. 
There were way too many great wide receivers for teams to pass up on. They weren't going to let guys slide to 20. They weren't going to take risks. That's why guys moved back up. Guys moved up earlier than their original pick to get guys at the wide receiver position, at defensive back positions. These superstar talents that just seem to be spread across the skill positions in the NFL draft. And unlike last year, the Steelers do not have that privilege in 2023. Instead, they're hoping that a team takes a chance on a guy like Jordan Addison or a guy like Jackson Smith and the Jigba or a guy like Quentin Jefferson, somebody who could come in here or Quentin Johnston, excuse me, somebody who they believe fill an immediate need at wide receiver that they have, somebody that they see more upside than the rest of the league, and they'll take them and let a guy like an offensive tackle or a guy like a corner pass them up because they see that there are more of them later in the draft. But talking to other people around the league, the sense that I get and the message has been very clear from almost every team that I have spoken to or people around that team that I have spoken to that the Pittsburgh Steelers might fall into a bubble where they view guys like Jordan Addison and Jackson Smith Najigba as guys that they don't want to take in the first round because they don't see that they have that value. And the rest of the league follows suit. The rest of the league views them the same way. So unlike years past, when the Pittsburgh Steelers have an opportunity to see who's going to take the big wide receiver, who's going to take the big running back, who's going to take a chance on the safeties or the Brian branches. This year, it's more of a, there are no very flashy wide receivers. There is one running back and maybe he goes at 10 and maybe he goes at 32. And there's a guy in Brian branch that nobody knows where he fits but he's overshadowed by the number of corners in this draft and the high-end corner talent that is available so early in the draft. And meanwhile, the Pittsburgh Steelers are sitting there at 17 saying, okay, well, maybe we get a guy like Broderick Jones. Maybe we get a guy like Peter Skaronsky. Maybe we get a guy like Joey Porter Jr. But without anybody taking attention away from other teams drafting those guys without anybody who is just too flashy to pass up that isn't a position of need for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the rest of the league is looking at the same direction and the same prospects that the Pittsburgh Steelers are. And right now they're in a bubble, like I said, where, yeah, maybe they do get one of their guys, but there's also a very strong possibility that the rest of the league before them that one through 16 pick has the same mindset that they do and are approaching the same positions that they are without giving away who it is because the mock draft drops next Tuesday. I was in a fan nation mock draft last night and sitting there watching guys come off the board. I started to get a sense of, okay, well maybe Broderick Jones falls. Maybe Joey Porter Jr. falls. Maybe Devin Witherspoon falls. Maybe Paris Johnson goes late. Maybe Peter Skaronsky is still on the board. 
maybe the Steelers have that one guy that they could say, well, this is a steal at 17. That was my mindset. Have a list of guys that I know the Pittsburgh Steelers want to approach and hope one of them falls. And what I realized rather quickly is that everything I've been hearing is correct. That the NFL before the Pittsburgh Steelers are headed in the same direction that the Steelers are when it comes to the draft. And at 17, you're just a little too late to get anybody that's one, two, or three on your draft board at the positions that they are highlighting. And instead, you're going to have to make a call at 17 to say, okay, are we comfortable taking the fourth best option on our list? Do we look at the best player available at any position? Or do we decide to move back? I think it makes a move or or an argument for Omar Khan to be aggressive either way in moving up or moving back in the draft because I watched as guys came off the board and my thought immediately went, well, the Steelers could jump up to 15 and take a guy that they're very interested in or they could jump up to 12 and take a guy that they know is a lock or they could fall back to 20 and have the same selection that they have right now and probably gain a a draft pick. But at 17, it just felt like I was sitting there with a bunch of options that I felt comfortable with, but I would feel more comfortable with five picks later. That I didn't feel like anything above 20 has to be a huge star. It has to be an A. It has to work. Anything after 20, I feel like you're looking at it and saying, yeah, this should work. It's it's a pick that I feel very confident in. The guy is a first rounder, but at the same time, if it doesn't work out, well, he was the 22nd pick in the draft. It's no big deal. He was the 24th pick in the draft. Yeah, that should work, but a lot of times that doesn't work. The real high-end talent's already gone. But at 17, you're kind of hoping that some of that high-end talent is still on the board. The Pittsburgh Steelers might not get that opportunity. And the noise, the belief around the NFL is that they're not going to. And they're going to be sitting there, and because a guy like Jordan Addison, because a guy like Jackson Smith-Najigba, because a guy like Quentin Johnston, because a guy like Jalen Hyatt are not making the impressions that wide receivers have in years past, the league is just looking at them and saying, well, we could let them slide. We don't need to take a chance on this guy right here. That's usually the distraction position. Wide receiver is usually the position that teams are looking at and going, I don't really care if he's that good. I'm grabbing him because we need a wide receiver. And this guy's got crazy athleticism or this guy's crazy fast or this guy had one insane college career. There are reasons. And year after year after year, that is the position that everybody seems to jump on earlier than expected. This year, it seems to be the opposite. Guys are willing to let them slide. Teams are willing to let them slide because they are so locked in on the same positions that the Steelers are. And it's not good news for Pittsburgh. I'm sure they'll work around it, and I'm sure they feel comfortable with the guys who will be available at 17, and they have a plan either way. But for those hoping that somebody huge slides to them and all these mocks saying that guys like Broderick Jones or Paris Johnson or Joey Porter Jr. end up in Pittsburgh, 
it just feels more and more like they're going to have to pick from that second wave and make it work one way or another, whether that's making a selection or making a move because there's just no distractions to let anybody move back and slide to 17 that the Steelers will look at as a guaranteed thing. 